Hello, and welcome to Birth of Family Church Podcast. We trust that you'll find an encouraging word to strengthen your walk with the Lord. And if you're visiting the area, or if you're looking for a good church home, come check us out at birthedfamilychurch.org. There you can find our location and service times. Thanks again for tuning in. God bless. you open up to John chapter 1 and go to verse 47. I've always found the subject matter of angels as being something that I find very interesting. And we see them throughout the Bible. And that's because they've always been a part of fulfilling God's plan on the earth look here in John 1 verse 47 it says that Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and saith of him behold an Israelite indeed in whom there is no guile verse 48 Nathanael responded to Jesus and said how do you know me Isn't that interesting? (laughs) How does Jesus know us? Well, he is God in flesh, isn't he? Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that Philip called thee, you were under the fig tree, and I saw you. Nathanael answered and, and said, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God. Thou art the King of Israel. Isn't it something that just one, one sentence that Jesus can speak to us can open our eyes and cause us to see who he is? Amen. Amen. See, I went, I went 24 years of hearing about Jesus but never saw who he was. And then an encounter with him, like likened to this one with Nathaniel. He he spoke something through someone that all of a sudden that I saw who Jesus was. Wow. Jesus responds with that statement. Because I say to to thee that I saw you under the fig tree, you believe? You're going to see greater things than these. He says, hereafter, verse 51, you shall see heaven open and the angels of God, say the angels of God, ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Let's pray. Father, we want to thank you this morning for the Bible. 
We believe it is exactly what you have said it to be. It is words from you. You are the author. And you've breathed life into this book that any individual can be a recipient of that life that can change, that can change our future forever. Lord, we, we claim ears that hear this morning. We, we claim help from the Holy Spirit to take words that we're hearing with our intellect and, and convert it into that which we're hearing with our heart. We thank you for opening the eyes of understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, what I want you to, to focus on for just a moment is that Jesus is saying that the angels of God, now this is that greater sign that he's telling Nathaniel that he's going to see and experience. This greater sign is that he's going to be mindful of angels in the presence of Jesus and they're going to ascend from him. And then they shall return and descend back. Notice, first of all, that angels are stationed here on earth. I mean, what good are they doing for us if they're in heaven all the time? Notice that Jesus said they're going to, they're going to descend from him. That means that they were there waiting for an assignment. Then it says that they will descend back to earth, meaning that they're going to bring a heavenly supply to the recipient that the angel was commissioned to bring down. Well, do we have scriptural evidence of that? Does anybody want to have any scriptural evidence of that? Would that be okay? Let me make this statement. Angels have been commissioned by God to serve us and to minister to us. I want you to go to Hebrews chapter 1. Now remember, we always use scripture to tell us how and why things happen. And as I said earlier, the Bible has a lot to say about angels. Hebrews 1, verse 13. But to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool? Now notice he's, he's, he's beginning here in verse 13 to tell you the value of angels. They're not seated at the right hand of God. That's reserved for Jesus Christ and for the body of Christ. So they're valuable, but they're valuable not in that they're the right hand expression of God. No, verse 14, they are ministering spirits. 
They're what? Ministering spirits, meaning eternal spirits that minister or serve. Well, who are they serving? They're sent forth to minister for them. Those who are heirs of salvation. Well, do we have any heirs of salvation here this morning? Well, if you're a believer, you're an heir. Amen? And that means that angels have been given to minister for them. Did you notice it didn't say to them? It says they minister for them. Meaning that you and I will commission those things that they will do in serving us. I, I wrote this definition down as to what is an angel. It's a created eternal spirit that does the will of God. Or it has a part of bringing God's will to pass. They're not the author of it, but they're the ones that help to create it. And angels have been given to us to minister for us. It's almost like a waiter that, that comes to your table. Uh, you sit down at, at a table at a restaurant, a waiter comes. Well, what does that waiter do? It's going to take your order. If you make adjustments to what the menu says, you know, yeah, yeah, change this and change that. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, we can do that. You know, they'll bring exactly what you ordered. Right. They're, they're not, they're, they're ministering for you. Right. They're making sure what you want, what you desire is brought to pass. Right. And in a way, that's, that's an interesting view of how we see angels. The second point about angels is that you and I have been given an angel and or angels. I want you to look at Matthew 18.10. I like that. (laughs) They can't wait for you to get home. (laughs) Matthew 18.10. Now, now, Jesus is here in the scene of ministering to children. And he tells the adults, he says, take heed that you despise not one of these little ones or that you'll despise not one of these children. Now, look what it says about this child. For I say unto you that in heaven, look what it says from the King James, their angels, it's, it's plural, Their angels do always behold the face of my Father, which is in heaven. I I like that. Notice it says, their angels. But it's interesting, it says that their angels always, meaning that you don't have them just as a child and then they go away. I think we need angels more as adults than we do as children. Us adults, we have, we have a way of getting ourselves into trouble, don't we? Huh? 
especially with fast bikes and fast motorcycles and fast cars, right? We, we need help to protect us. We, we all have angels that are commissioned to, to, to minister for us. Amen? I, I don't want to go into a, a lot of detail this morning, but so many people have, have actually seen their angel, or at least seen what their angel was capable of doing. Now, I want you to realize that, all right, how do I get my angels to take my order? You know, waiter, you know, how, how do I get my waiter to take an order? How do I get my angel to respond, to minister for me? Well, they respond to our prayers. See, when Jesus was talking about angels ascending from him up to heaven and then coming back down from heaven, is they were responding to his words, whether they were in prayer or words in him speaking to the mountain. And we'll, we'll see this a little closer in, in, in another verse of Scripture. But they're listening to what we say. Right. Yeah. And what we say either looses them to ascend to heaven and bring resources from heaven down to us, or they have to fold their hands yeah. and not do anything. So they respond to our prayers. Go to Daniel uh, chapter 10. And Daniel is a tremendous, a tremendous uh, minister. And it, he was seeking God. And there were some things that he had questions about. You know, why? Why? Uh, why hasn't God done this yet? And what's going to happen because of this? And it says in verse 2, Daniel 10, 2, that he was in mourning. And that's just a King James word that he was really in a partial fast. He was denying himself of certain foods and certain, you know, luxuries. Because it was more important for him to be seeking God. And it says that he had been seeking God for three whole weeks. 21 days. And then on the 21st day, he had a vision and an angel came and visited him. Look in, in, at verse 11. Still in Daniel 10. And, and the man said to me, Daniel, you are very precious to God. So listen to what I have to say to you. Stand up, for I have been sent to you. When he said this to me, I stood up still trembling. And he said, don't be afraid, Daniel. Now, I want you to see what this says in terms of his prayer life. He says that 
since the first day that you began to pray? What day? The first day. Since the first day you began to pray to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. Have you ever lifted up a request to God and it just seems like there's just crickets after you pray? It doesn't seem like anything happened. Well, can you imagine if you're praying for 21 days about the same thing over and over and over again, and yet you seemingly don't see any results from your prayers? Couldn't that be, couldn't you, wouldn't that have a tendency to kind of make you wonder if God's even hearing what you're saying? This is why I like Daniel. He knew God was hearing him. And he was going to hang tight until God responded. Now notice what he says. He says that from the first day that you prayed, your words were heard in heaven. Sometimes we have to realize that God lives in a realm of the spirit. And you and I here on earth, there's a physical element to our life. And don't you know that it takes time to transfer something that is spiritual into something that's natural? And so it's not that God didn't hear him. It's not that God wasn't working on fulfilling his request. It was taking time to birth it into this earth. Now, I like what it says here. This angel says, look at this. I am come for your word. How many of you saw that? Do I, do, do I, do, do I need to point at it again? <laughs> the angel said, I have come because of your words or because of what you prayed. Have you ever considered how powerful your prayers really are? Or could we take it a step further how powerful our words are. Hallelujah. So, angels respond to our prayers. If we're going to get them to begin ministering for us, then we have to be entreating God in prayer and we have to agree what God's saying in his word to cause them to do for us what God has commissioned them to do for us. Now, the fourth thing is that angels respond 
to the word of God that we proclaim. Go on over to Psalm. Psalm 103. And to the 20th verse. Psalm 103, 20. This is probably the most descriptive uh, verse in, in the Bible explaining angels and, and how they respond and help us individually. It says, Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that number one, that excel in what? Strength. So you understand that <clears throat> you and I are limited in what we can do because our spirit is in a physical body. But angels are eternal spirits. And so they're so much more, they're, they're so much stronger than we are. Now, they, they don't know as much as we do. In fact, the Bible tells us that we're going to teach angels when we get over the other side. But when it comes to, you know, being pumped up, they, they excel in strength. They can do things that, that just... Now, how do we get that strength to work for us? Well, they're always going to do his commandments. Hallelujah. And they're going to hearken or listen to the voice of his word. You see, when Paul and Silas prayed that night when they were held captive in that jail, they were praying according to God's word. How do we know that? Because godly things happened after they prayed. And God can only do his, his will. Does that make sense? And so... These angels that excel in strength, as they're listening to what you're going to say. Remember, they're in your presence. You have an angel and or angels. They're waiting for you to give them a command. Well, when you speak the word of God, they're going to ascend and descend upon you and bring about blessings. Amen. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength and do his commandments, hearkening. The angels hearken unto the voice of his word. Hallelujah. Uh, I, I wanted to give us a couple of examples. Uh, going over to Acts chapter 5. What are some of the things that angels do? Matthew, or excuse me, Acts chapter 5, verse 14. It says here in this 14th verse that believers were the more added to the Lord. 
So we see here in the early church, and this has probably been like the fifth year after Jesus ascended on high and sat down at the right hand of God the Father. Acts, the chapters in Acts are really very close to how many years since Jesus sat down. So this would be in the fifth year, and it says, Many believers were added to the Lord, multitudes, both men and women, insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, and at the least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow them. That's the only instance in the Bible where we see where this shadow of a a man of God or a woman of God was enough to raise people up from their sickly condition. And there came also multitudes out of cities round about into Jerusalem, bringing sick folks, sick folks, and them that were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed every one. Verse 17. Then the high priest rose up. This would be the high priest of the Jewish religion and all that were with him, which is this sect of the Sadducees. And they were filled with indignation. So they're seeing people leaving the Jewish faith and going to Christianity. So they're not happy with it. And so they laid their hands on the apostles and they put them in the common prison. Verse 19, but, (laughs) aren't you glad that Bible has buts in it? (laughs) It's one way, but now it's going to be another way. But the angel of the Lord, say the angel of the Lord, came by night and opened, what? The prison doors. You know, it took a strong angel to, to break them out of jail. Right? They came by night. They opened the prison doors. They brought them forth and said, Go, stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life or of the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen. Isn't it interesting that the angel didn't release them and say, Well, go to the mountains and hide somewhere? No, go back into the streets and preach Christ. Preach the good news of Jesus Christ. I just, I just love the boldness of the early church. Amen. Now, can I bore you with a story you've already heard 12 times? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could tell your story. I don't know it, so i got to tell you mine. So, you and I are going to experience some things in life. And the only explanation is going to be that an angel helped you. Now, you're, you're not going to see them. You're, you're not going to hear their voice. But you just know that there's no other explanation. Right? And if I, I, if I went around and asked we each, each of you, I'm sure that you have some story that you can't really explain really explain like I've heard stories of people where they're on the freeway and a a car coming from the other direction crossed over the median and was heading right for the car and somehow that they miraculously 
didn't get hit by the car. Right. Somehow it, it moved out of the way, went sideways and went around them. Well, one time I had a, a lot of construction equipment and I had a big old uh, excavator, weighed about 25 tons, 50,000 pounds. And I was up at South End of Carter Lake and I was working on our driveway and our driveway was a plus six degree slope. It was, it was really steep. It was a small lot and to get to the house you had to, you had to have a steep driveway. So my excavator, my butt to the excavator was pointing down the hill and, and I'm with a bucket, I'm up the hill and I'm trying to grade some rocks out of the way. And this particular house had a saddle drive. And so I was at the top of this saddle and there at the saddle was a drop off of anywhere from a 12 to 16 feet. It was like a little cliff area. And I was probably about 10 or 12 feet from that saddle. Well, I was working the excavator <clears throat> and I, I came off of this one rock and it, the bucket dropped about a foot and it just shook the machine. It shook it so much that it threw a valve to the intake, which was the emergency shutoff. And the diesel engine just went boom. And once the diesel engine stopped, I didn't have hydraulics and I didn't have brakes. And once that happened, this excavator started rolling back. And I looked out to my side and I saw me coming to that part where I was gonna go off that cliff. And you understand this is an old equipment, it doesn't have a roll bar, I didn't have a seat belt, I'm just like, I'm just watching this thing going down the hill. Well, I did what you would have done. I shouted that one word prayer. Jesus! And as I screamed that, I saw that the tracks were over the, the cliff area by about 12 inches. And I, in another four or five foot, I would have passed the center of gravity of that machine and I would have rolled it down the hill. But when I screamed, Jesus, all of a sudden, <coughs> the excavator stopped. Now, I have no other explanation other than my angel who was watching me was waiting for a command. How many of you know that yelling, oh, S, H-I-T wouldn't be the response that he wanted to hear to help me, right? Excuse my French. But I said Jesus. And that's all he had to hear. And I imagine that he just went to the back of the excavator and went like this and stopped it. Now, I believe with all my heart that there's going to be a blockbuster video in heaven. And that we're going to be able to go there and say, hey, I want to see that tape of the me almost rolling off the cliff. And I'll, you know, put it in the device and then 
And there it is. And then I'm going to see the angel and what he did. Amen. 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 But there are so many times that God has intervened when we didn't even realize that he did by sending or commissioning our angels to help us out. Every day. And it's just so awesome that they're there to help us. Angels can also bring us messages. Look over here in Acts 8.26. Acts 8.26. And the angel of the Lord, say the angel of the Lord, spoke unto Philip. So this is Philip the evangelist. He says, arise and go towards the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is in the direction, which is in the desert, excuse me. So angels bring messages. There are times that the Lord spoke to us, to our heart, and it was an angel that was speaking to us. We didn't see him, but they spoke to us. Every year, we read the Christmas story. Did you notice how many times in the Christmas story, angels were a part of bringing the past, bringing the Christ child in flesh to the earth? Even the ones that went out to the shepherds. And this, this, is, this is also a neat thing to think about. Many of us have encountered a visitation of an angel and didn't even know it. Look over here in Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews 13, 1. We're going to read both verses, 1 and 2. Let brotherly love continue. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers or to be hospitable to strangers. For by doing that, some have entertained angels unaware. <laughs> Back when I came into Christendom, I got saved six miles from here up on the south end of Carter Lake. So I've been in this area with my family for quite a while. And soon after getting, uh, soon after receiving Christ as my Savior, there was this testimony started going around. And back in the day when 287 used to go through Earth, uh, birthed before they put in the bypass. There was a testimony that this, this husband and wife were coming up from Longmont and they were heading to Fort Collins. And here along the side of the road is this 
hitchhiker. Well, they decide they were going to pick him up, so they pulled over. Hitchhiker got in the back seat, so the husband and wife's in the in the front part of the car, and the hitchhiker's in the back. So they get back on the road and they're heading up towards Berthoud. And all of a sudden, the hitchhiker in the back says, uh, "You realize that Jesus is coming back soon." And the wife turns and looks at him and says, well, yeah, we're, we're Christians. We believe, we believe that. They start driving some more. All of a sudden, they hear in the back, you realize Jesus is coming back soon. And the wife, you know, now starting to get irritated, you know. Well, yeah, we know that. Got it. You know, now they're heading to Loveland. And so she decided, I'm going to say something to him. So she turned back, and there was nobody in the back seat. And they hadn't pulled over, and nobody jumped out the window. Well, they just have to assume that they just entertained an angel and were unaware of it while he was in their presence. Now, every one of us has one of those stories. Every one of us has one of those stories. And somebody was there for a moment, and you looked away, and you looked back, and where did that person go? Some have entertained angels unawares. Well, let's finish this up. Why are we talking about this? Well, first and foremost, we're not talking about this so we start seeking a visitation from an angel. See, sometimes we want the spectacular when we have the supernatural all the time. We're, we're not to have a relationship with angels. We're not to seek them out. We're not trying to commune with them and have conversation with them. I'm, I just want us to be aware that you and I are not alone. We're not alone. Yes, the Holy Spirit is in us, and he's with us. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us, but he's also commissioned angels to accompany us. Whether you're driving your car, whether you're flying in an airplane, right? You don't have to see them to know that they're there. We just had enough evidence from Scripture to know they're there, so why do we have to see them? So I'm not talking about this for us to be Desiring to have an encounter with an angel just to believe that they're there. Yes. That brings comfort to us. Yes. I also want us to be mindful that every time you pray, your angels are going up and down. Yeah. Remember? Jesus said, Jesus said, the most important thing that you're going to see, Nathaniel, is you're going to see angels go up and down on top yeah. of me. I'm going to pray, I'm going to speak, they're going to go up, they're going to get resources from heaven, and they're going to bring them down, and you're going to see the results. That helps me to know that every time 
we breathe the breath of a prayer to God. He's, he's heard it, and now he has responded. Yeah. And angels are just part of that mechanism. And lastly, we don't have to see our angel and we don't have to have a supernatural encounter with one. We just simply trust the word that they are at work in our behalf. Can I tell you one more story? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep you this. I told myself we're going to be really quick this morning and I keep dragging it out. So my apologies. But just let me tell you one more. Well, early on in our Christian walk, my wife and I, we, we both had to work. And uh, we had a, at that time, we just had one child. And uh, I'm thinking he was, he was around, one, what's the age where you can walk but the kid can't talk? Any moms help me out? Nine months of a year. Well, that's how old David was. Yeah. And so she had to leave our, our son with a babysitter. And so she's on her way on 287 going down to Denver to, a, to, to work with, with a, a friend. that They were both working in the same place. And down there about where Erie is, or um, on 287, my wife told the lady who was driving the car, she says, you need to pull over. Something's not right about my son. So they pull over, and so they pray for David. They pray protection down upon him and say, you know, keep him safe. They felt good about it, so then she just went off to work well when she got back to pick up our son from the babysitter we found out that uh, that these people had like a little pond out on their patio it wasn't very big it was probably maybe six foot in diameter and had maybe three foot of water in it I can't remember if they had fish in it or what, what the reason was for it but somehow my son got loose from the house and he's out there on the porch by himself and he went into the pond well uh, the babysitter going well, where's David they went out on the porch looking for him and there he is at the bottom of this pond face down not moving well, they snatched him up and put him out on the side of the, of the porch thing and just started doing what they could to resuscitate him, and he, he, he started breathing again. Well, I believe that when my wife prayed, that angels were tapping those babysitters on the shoulder, look for that kid, look for that kid. Look for that kid. Look for that kid. And those angels helped be part of a mechanism that saved my son's life.
And so we should never underestimate God and the resources he gave us to help us in life so that we can miss some of these tragedies that try and come and knock on our door. Amen. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, I thank you that, that you love us so much. That you have given us so many resources to help us. And one of those resources are eternal spirit beings that we call angels. We, we see them all through the Bible and, and they execute and they bring to pass your plans, your purposes, and your will. And I thank you, Lord, that you've given us a guardian angel. You've given us angels that ascend and descend upon us, accessing the provision of heaven and bringing them down here to this earth to bring blessing to us. Lord, help us not to just be interested in angels, but that we would understand how to keep them working for us. We don't have to see them. We don't have to talk to them. We know what your word says, and that's all we need. Help us to be mindful that when we pray, our angels are starting to work. When we speak the word of God, our angels are working. And when we trust and believe you, Lord, the resources, all of your resources that you've extended to us through Jesus Christ, including angels, go to work in our behalf. Thank you so much, Lord. <laughs> You're so good to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks for putting up with me today. Appreciate you. Glad you came out.